The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Fill her up! You're listening to the Gas Digital Network. Goose and Father Cannon Apps. What's happening, Kenny? You don't, know, fellas. What's up, JD? Well, baby? Here we are. Here we are. Right. What is it? Super Bowl Fifty Six. Well, I always remember because it's always whatever year the Super Bowl is. is I, I turned the year, bef- you know, before that. So it was, I'm 55 now, and it's going to yeah. be 56. Yeah, but you're a so, Giants uh, guy, right. man, so you should remember 56, the greatest linebacker of all times, LT, Without baby. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. <laughs> the best character of all time. No doubt. <laughs> yes. Wait, wait, J- but that was pretty good. It was Stand like, up citizen. Yeah, J.D., but what was it that, what, that they asked uh, LT? They said, well, name me who are the three greatest players or, or chains the game. Remember? And he right. said, he goes, Jim Brown, Dick Butkus, and me. <laughs> and, and he's a, <laughs> he's it's right. the truth, though. Yes, no, but I mean, exactly they said, right, man. Name, me, name me three players that, that you uh, admire or, you know, that, that you feel changed the game. And he goes, Jim Brown, Dick Butkus, and me. Um, <laughs> but it's the truth, man. It really is. Revolutionized the sport. Hey, the Bears no, well, have think a new about it because the then every, remember, and then and that was the best because every team needed, you know, a Lawrence Taylor. It's just like in the music business. Once a band is popular, every label needs one of those bands, they, they, whether exactly. it's Guns N' Roses, a Bon Jovi, a Nirvana, or, you know, whatever band is huge, whether it's Justin Bieber. It's like, oh, we need to find a kid singer. You know what I mean? And, yeah. or we need a boy yeah. band or we need whatever. I mean, it's just it, when LT came out, Everybody was like, dude, we need a linebacker like that. You know what yeah. I mean? But uh, but what LT said about uh, – they said, is there another LT? I think he goes, oh, well, come on. There's only one LT. But he goes, <laughs> he goes but if, if there is another LT, you'll find him in Kansas City. And he was talking about <laughs> Derek Thomas. Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, that's Remember what that, – that LT, LT, he's, he's <clears throat> carrying a torch now. He said – he goes, if there's yeah. going to be another Lawrence Taylor, he's in Kansas City. Yeah, I mean, I, I How many sacks did he have in one game? 422. 422 sacks. I'll just tell you, he had to, he, <laughs> nobody got around the edge quicker than Lawrence Taylor. He revolutionized the game. I don't think anybody realized. I mean, they thought he was going to be good coming out of Carolina. But, man, he was in North Carolina, let me specify. But, yeah, he changed the game. And the Giants linebacking core back in the day, depth-wise – and with Carl Banks, but really the anchor in the middle, Harry Carson, was that guy, 53, man. He was the guy that made it go. Then you had reasons. You had other guys that came in there. Yeah, I mean, Johnson. there was not there, there, there was not one chump on that whole no, thing, not one weak no. guy on that, on that linebacker. But you know what, though? When you look at all the great defenses that, well, let's review all that, win Super Bowls, whether it's Doomsday with Randy White and everything like that, and then when you had Doomsday 1 with Bob Lilly, then the Steel Curtain, the Raiders, the 70s Raiders. and every, I mean, every – and everyone talks about, you know, you know with, with Joe Cool with those Niner teams, 
everyone forgets how amazing those defenses were. Uh, uh, Joe Cool years. No, it's just because yeah. everyone always talks about the Niner offense and Bill Walsh right. and and Joe, but no one ever, yeah, yeah. no one forgets about how amazing that defense was. You know, yeah, so, Ronnie Lott, of course, me being a big USC guy, forty-two man, he was as good as they get, and their secondary the, was the know, one thing. Yeah, remember the thing? Yeah, they kept playing. He was just like, well, get it off. Get off. That's it. Be man. a man. <laughs> I take it off. Be a man. <laughs> be a man. Keep playing. Be a man. I just all saw I know, they had, a great, one, they had a great one on be a man today. It was like when you're in a relationship, don't try and mend it. End it. <laughs> just walk away. Be a man. Be, be a, a man. Walk away. <laughs> all I know is the Bears got a new GM and the Bears got a new coach. And end Ditka? of days. Is it Ditka? Listen, end of days. I heard both you guys both you guys are in the mix. You've both been invited to training camp because Ryan Poles, the new GM, saw end of days, saw the video and said, Hey, I need those bears. Yeah, <laughs> out of doubt. Because and you could see you see the defensive prowess of both of us. You you saw at the end of that video just flat out Jack Lambert. Just pummeling how he just threw Cliff Harris on the ground. After, you know, <laughs> never mind the, the kicker for a misfeed. Never mind the speed, the speed that we we uh, that topped out. You at. saw him come running out of that, coming running out of that garage at the end there, Gus. Like a four. One of the best videos ever, man. I mean, I literally, me and Christy were watching. We were just, and I watched it about five, six times, just because JD throws some flurries in there. It looked like Floyd Mayweather at the beginning of that video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's that's why he's the mongoose. He's, he's, it, yeah. he's, it's the speed, bro. He takes out a cobra like it's nobody's business. There you go. That's right. <laughs> well, when JD we're... used to fight the cobra, when the cobra was in the band, JD would win those matches nine out of ten <laughs> times. <laughs> My jersey, the JD, Jersey kid. JD would always take all 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 of Father Chad's per diem money all the time. <laughs> The Cobra of Chaos. Totally. The best four out of the five. Make it the best ten out of the whatever it is. <laughs> of course, yeah, those were back I in Zach's that. drinking days big time, so everybody was getting two or three per diems. He couldn't remember. No, I had no <laughs> idea. That's the reason why to this day I still have no money. <laughs> That's when Barb took the card. And out of that. Oh, my God. Still the best time ever, Zach, in Vegas, that time you came, and we had that great dinner, and – and the bar bill was way more than all the uh, the food, which was pretty pricey as well. But I never forget, I get the call from the warden, and she's like, you know, Ken, you know, with your connections, it was really cool that you were able to, you know, save us all those money on the on the suites at the hotel in Mandalay Bay. I mean, that's so cool. It really helped us out budget-wise. However, and I know when Barb says, however, it's not good. However, uh, that, night not good. At, that night at Del Frisco's, that bar bill, there's no more of that on the off day. No, that was when it, you man. got like 14 berserkers rolling around between steaks <laughs> yeah. and then some adult beverages, it's lights uh, out. And the best was Zach was Zach was telling one of his stories, and a lady comes over and she says, "Here's the check. Is there anything else you need?" And I said, "You know, one more of those lobster tails to go would be really good, man." <laughs> <laughs> it was it was eggs and lobster, baby, the next morning. But Without good times, oh, man. Yeah. Totally. Good times. Always. Oh, man. So check this out, fellas. We, I, I told the goose. I said, when we speak with Father Cam, we're going to have to talk about this one. Um, yeah, uh, Terry Bradshaw, the legendary Terry Bradshaw, 
He's, he's a pontiff of the, all the quarterbacks there. We know that Hall of Famer. But uh, yeah, he was. He said in an article you saw it probably probably again. The uh, we was talking about, and I wish you know I would have been kind of beloved and and respected more, kind of like how Montana is and Brady and everything like that with Captain America. And I go, and somebody wrote on the caption, they go, but his numbers were terrible. You know, somebody was just saying that. He goes, Flat I'm out. a fan. Somebody was like, I'm a Steeler fan, and I'm a fan of Terry. He goes, but his numbers were horrendous in the Super Bowl. So that's the reason why people Without always, you know, don't don't speak about him. About he and he, yeah. they even he mentioned Stallback in there too. He mentioned Roger. He goes, you know, yeah. he goes where Roger is beloved, Joe's beloved, Captain America, me not so much. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, he goes, it, it kind of bums me out. But you know, but what's your take on that vote again? Well, you know, JD pointed four- it out. JD goes, but the, the numbers don't lie. No, there's no doubt. Yeah. Not only that, they have the four Super Bowls, but like Brady getting the uh, the blessed rule, the tuck rule. Well, the Steelers also were very fortunate there was no videotape replay back in the day because Franco never caught that ball. We all know that. So, oh, come on. Well, that's because it was against your Raiders, wasn't it? There you go. But uh, you know what? At the end, <laughs> the end of the day, Terry came up big. Hey, though. we saw. Hey, listen, there, there is proof of that of him catching that ball. Just go to the Pittsburgh airport. When you come up the stairs, he's right, right there. Franco's catching that ball. There's that, a statue. There it is. That's of right. Franco catching that ball right before right. it hits they, the ground and bounces off and comes up into his hands. It's it's proof he caught it. It's, he it's didn't trap good. it. He yeah. didn't trap it. He caught it. That's proof. Right. I've seen it at That's the airport. It. It's a statue it. of him. I actually, I actually ran into Franco. It's like the statue of Rocky, the greatest fighter of all time from Philadelphia. I I ran into Franco. I went to the Hall of Fame this past year. It was pretty awesome because good friends with Coach Tom Flores, and he went in. They waited till he's 82. Thank God he didn't go in posthumously like my good buddy Cliff Branch, who's going to go in this year, just got elected in, and so we're going back again. Yeah, yeah, we saw that. Hoping you guys can meet us because Cliff was a great dude, man. Really a, a soft-spoken, great guy. Great, I'm think about those two guys. You had Cliff Branch on one side and Blitnikoff on the other. Yeah. So I mean, here's the story. Here's the story because I'm I'm friends with uh, Daryl Lamonica. Daryl came down to Vegas and we hung out uh, with Coach Flores, and uh, so Daryl says, you know, Cliff came up. He was a rookie. He was a member of all three Super Bowl teams, but he said he was a rookie with me. And, uh, you know, I'm the mad bomber. And he goes, you know, I'm about to get sacked. So I see the rookie and he says, ah, screw it. I'll just throw it downfield. He's not going to get it, but at least I'll get rid of it before I get pummeled. So he throws it and he goes, and then the kid embarrasses me. And I go, what do you mean he embarrassed you? He goes, he stood there waiting for my pass for about a second and a half. And I was like, that son of a bitch, man. Like, what the hell's going on here? So later in the game, he says, I looked and Branch had one-on-one. So I kind of gave him the nod. I'm going to go for it. So he said, I dropped back. No pressure this time. He goes, we already had the game won. He said, I'm going to teach that kid. Do not underestimate the mad bomber's arm. So he said, I reared back and I fired this thing. And he goes, I kind of chuckled because I know I overthrew him by five yards and he's open. And he goes, then just as I'm turning away, I look and I go, are you freaking? He caught it with his fingertips, took it in the end zone in a big route. But he goes, that's when I realized. We had something. We had speed the way Tyreek Hill for the Chiefs today. We had speed the way nobody else did back wow. in the day, except for the Cowboys yeah. with Bob Hayes. Well, wow. Yes. The bullet. Well, that, I dig it. I, you yeah. know, or Thurman Munson's speed. 
Stealing second. It was a toss-up between Thurman and Ricky, Ricky Anderson. When we're talking speed. No, Joe Torrey, man. Joe Torrey was so awesome. He was so fast that he hit into four double plays in one game. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Oh, man. Back in the day. You got to love it. Yeah, man. And I got to tell by the way, uh, coming from my wife, of course, who's a music teacher, she loves the new album. And I know you guys are kicking ass. And I just want to ask you, because everybody wants to know, because it was a long time coming. What's it like being back out there, back out on stage, back on the road? Um, well, actually, it was pretty funny. The first show we did, the last show we did was at the the rave with the Milwaukee chapter. And yeah. then when we got back and we did the show again, that was the last show that we did for every, before the world shut down. And then almost literally two years to the day, it was almost, it was like 23 months. So it was almost 24 months, but it was almost on the same day. And I was just like, Goose, does it, you realize it's almost been two years ago already. I mean, like, just flew by. Like, I don't yeah. remember high school, two years of high school going by that fast at all. It was, you don't remember two it was like molasses going uphill in January, bro. Yeah, that was well, it. But what happened was they, they put us there again because they were hoping they would shut us down. Yes, okay. they were hoping we would shut it down again. Just shut it down again. Just terrible, Father Ken. Just terrible. But no, but it uh, felt great being out again. And we just did the two months, the new album's out. And uh, yeah, Doom Crew Incorporated, it's great. We're having a good time, man. So we're looking forward to going back out again pretty soon. And we're getting ready for Europe and everything like that. So, uh, yeah. Hey, I, I got to tell you, well, you got the thorax, the guitar out now. But, you know... The still in the proto stages. We're, we're still getting that guy dialed in. But, yeah, he'll be ready to go. I saw the Raider is on deck. Yes, the Raider is on deck. He's getting he's getting all dialed in and getting ready. Uh, first, we do the cardboard cutouts. Then we do the uh, – then we start doing the real thing, the wood thing, just Didn't to make you do sure that the with, size uh, is right. You did that with your bass player. Didn't you do a cardboard cutout of J.D. before you brought him Yes, in? and then we said the size is perfect. He's elusive. <laughs> he can life move size. fast. He can get in and out. This is it. Perfect. Right. Make him. You were able to take that milk carton and make the perfect cutout of J.D. Yes, awesome. yes that <laughs> is true. <laughs> it was only a quart. Well, was it? Was it had to size gallon? it down a little bit. That is size it down. <laughs> we don't uh, want the full gallon. Oh, the brutality, <laughs> baby. The brutality. Yeah, nobody gets out alive. Nope. Wouldn't want it any any, any different way. But uh no, all right, so what do we got for tomorrow? What do, who's gonna win this thing? Who's gonna who's gonna lose the mortgage of their home? And who's walking away a rich man if you if you put money on who? Who are you this is a tough it's a tough call, man. Everybody's counted out the Bengals every time. The Titans, they were supposed to lose. The Chiefs, nobody gave them a shot. I mean, well, I don't let know. me, let me ask you guys. I mean, let me let me throw some questions to you guys. It's kind of like when the Giants team. played the Patriots. I'd be the in the sportscaster. Yeah. Let me throw questions. I'm going to throw questions to both you guys. First okay. off, Zach, if I told you that Tennessee was going to sack Joe Burrow's ass nine times, there is no way in the world you would have thought they're going to win that game in Tennessee. No, not after nine no. sacks. You're just figuring the other whoever's getting sacked nine times is going to lose. Totally JD, let me throw this one to you against Kansas City. I mean, here it is. Casey's up 21-3. Mahomes on the on the first play with about six seconds left. He throws that ball at the feet of the receiver because there was nothing there. They had no timeouts. There's five seconds left. He should have done the same thing because nothing opened up. When he threw it to Hill, Hill had to make it in the end zone. Was and he, Andy yeah. Reid was Andy Reid at fault there 
for putting too much pressure on Mahomes to make that decision should he have just taken the sure three points to go up 24 three. Of course. I say take the three points always. I mean, why would you do that? You know, then that was it. Then there was no, the momentum was theirs. Yeah, so a lot of people say that, but then KC got the kickoff out of the second half. But that's right. when Cincinnati's defense, it was amazing because their secondary right. really shut them down. I was impressed the way Cincinnati's defense was able to cover. They're going to have to do that tomorrow, Zach, against Cooper Cup. To me, I know they always give the MVP to the quarterback and Aaron Rodgers gets it, he edges out Brady. But Cooper Cup, to me, truly was the most valuable player to any um, one team. Without him, the Rams are 500 at best. Right. Yeah, wow. he had the triple crown. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay, so yeah. they have props out, tons of tons of props for tomorrow. First off, I'm going to throw the line. Right now, you can lay four points with the Rams, or you can take four and a half because both those numbers are out there. Zach, I'll start with you. Would you lay the four points with the Rams, meaning you have to win by five or more to win the money, or would you take four and a half points with Cincinnati? I I. You know what? I I think I'm you know the way Cincinnati's playing. I'll take I'll take my chances with them. JD, yeah, I hear you, man. Like I said, nobody's giving them a chance, and I don't think they're getting much of a chance th uh, this game either. On paper, the Rams should destroy them. Their defense, everything, you know what I mean, is is great. If Stafford has a good game, they should they should win pretty handily. But I gotta take I gotta go with the kid, man. I'm going with Joe. There you go with Joe. And, and Zach, how much of an advantage for Cincinnati to have two weeks to prepare for that Ram defense? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I guess, you know, they we always talk about this. I mean, every year when when these things come about, a lot of people say it's too much, it's too much time off. You know what I mean? And then then the other, you know what I mean? It's because you get kind of like yeah. cold. And then, you know, as opposed to, you know, like being super hot just coming in like how they did how they had to get there so and then you also have the but the positive is is whoever was hurt or banged up will be ready to go you know because you have yeah. those two weeks for guys for your main guys to heal up if, if anybody's banged up yeah. so i don't know i don't know if there's a pro or a con either way on that you know what i mean like right. if you have too much time off and you're getting cold and the other team has to keep playing and they're just hot coming in so I, I understand that theory as well, but I mean, um, I don't know. I, I, that, was, that was cool, I, though, that you said that. You brought, you brought the pro in there and the con because J.D., back in the day when Zach's on tour and, I, and him and I were hanging out, this is uh, during the two cases of Bex a day days. This was the fun times. And I said two and a half. I said two and a half. By noon, the warden's listening. I'm trying to. I'm trying to vouch for you a little bit here. <laughs> but here's the thing. So JD, I go. I go, Zach. I go. Why don't you? You know, instead of book of shadows, why don't you just come out with amateur Zach, and then you follow it up with pro Zach. And he goes, I know. And then I follow that up with Muzak. So, <laughs> back in the it's day, like the who, you know what I mean? Like Who's next? Who by number? Yeah. You know who? You know. So Pete Townsend would always have something to deal with the who. There you so go. There you go. Yeah. JD, let me throw this to you. Uh, Jamar Chase, outstanding receiver, offensive rookie of the year, AFC. Jalen Ramsey, best shutdown corner. They go head to head. Who wins that battle? Jalen Ramsey, is he able to slow him down, or does Jamar Chase get 80 plus yards? That's a good one. That's going to be a good battle. I'm going to take the kid, man. I'm going with Chase. 
All right. What about him? Go Joe Burrow to Chase. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll roll with the goose. There you go. The guys yeah. are the guys are liking Joe Burrow, the Athens Ohio kid, and uh, man, he has stepped up big time. Here's a kid that gets recruited by Ohio State, goes there, can't get on the field, makes the right move, transfers to LSU, wins a national title. Now he's yeah. about to potentially be on the biggest stage and and take care of business in the Super Bowl. But let's look at Matt Stafford for a second, because here's a guy mired in mediocrity at best. The best seasons with the Detroit Lions were mediocrity. Yeah, but did you think he was average with the – I always thought he was no. good. He no, just, I did I, I thought he was above that. No, but he just right. – the team was – The team was, was mediocre. Like, you know, he always had a good receiver. You had a Calvin Johnson. You had some of the really good Yeah, receivers. he always had good numbers, and yeah. he, he didn't make dopey yeah. decisions and stuff. No, like you, no. could tell, I mean, it, you could tell he's it, a top-tier quarterback. Exactly. You know, you know who his friend is that he grew up with in Texas, right? Your daughter's favorite, your daughter's favorite baseball player. Oh, who's that? Who's it now? Clayton, Clayton Kershaw. Oh yeah, well Kershaw, uh-huh. yeah, cool. Kershaw and Stafford, man. They were kids growing up together. Wow. <laughs> it's just her favorite player. Anything Dodgers? It could be. I don't know what player it could be. Just, just mention it. <laughs> The penguin. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Tommy was the penguin. Ron you know. say, I love it. <laughs> the penguin. He was the best. Steve Garvey. That's awesome. Without a doubt. Right, there, we go. there you but, go. Um, All right. No, so, just, well, you so know, Kenny, Kenny, do you think Stafford's a Hall of Famer? I do. I do. I, I've heard people say he has to win tomorrow or today, and now it's today. He's got to win today, later on this afternoon, to take care of business and solidify himself as a Super Bowl winner. And I look at, you know, I know Elway got his too late in his career, but Dan Marino never won a Super Bowl. You know, Dan did have some pretty unbelievable numbers and he stood out. But I think Stafford on, like you guys said, less than good teams put up steady stats every single year. Danny White, you know, no one talks about it, but Danny White put up better numbers than Roger with the Cowboys. Yes, I wouldn't have even known that. Yeah. Yeah. Which is pretty insane because, you know, you just never thought, you know, because Danny White didn't win any Super Bowls. Right. It's crazy because I mean, his numbers at- were crushing. I think Tony Romo's were even Tony, – oh, Tony's are better than Rodgers. Tony's are better well, than they, any They, they throw the ball right. a lot more nowadays, so I don't think you can Without really compare different, it. Different, when, you had, when you had a split backfield and you had guys like Calvin Hill and Robert well, you had, you had like Tony Dorsett, you had Tony Robert Dorsett, Come on. Right. right. And they ran a little different. The game was way more back then. Well, you know what was, yeah, there cool. was I mean, you know what was crazy about the game back then? Running backs were so popular yes. back then. You know, you had Earl Campbell, yeah. Tony Dorsett, Franco yeah. Harris. Yeah, I mean everybody. I mean, I'm just saying Marcus every Allen. team had their main yeah. halfback. You know, like, little a, like Joe, little Walter Joe Morris. Payton, you know, like uh he had yeah. Joe Morris, Walter Payton. I mean, you know, you had all these guys. So it was yeah. just like uh and you know, Barry Sanders, uh, it just the list yeah. was in the seventies and the eighties, yeah, running halfbacks were yeah. huge. I mean, were a huge totally. JD, give me the three. Yeah. Give me the three guys from Miami in the Super Bowl team came within one yard of all three of them hitting the thousand yard plateau the same season. I got Zonka, three Zonka, Zonka, Jim uh, Kick, Jim wow. Kick, and Mercury no, Morris. Mer- Mercury, Mercury Morris. Mercury. Yeah, yeah that's Paul right. Paul Warfield was. You were going to say Paul Warfield, Paul Warfield great Warfield, receiver. Yeah. Great, re- great receiver. Yeah, he was Bob awesome. Greasy. The, yeah, but that's insane that uh, you can get three guys a gain a thousand yards. Because what I'm saying is, usually you're you won't carry the ball enough to get to that number. I'm saying if you got to spread it out yeah. amongst three guys, let alone and they two never guys. could sack him, Zach. They couldn't sack him. You know why? 
greasy. Because he he's greasy. very greasy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, here's, wow, here's, here's something. I see, Ken, that's why I told her the goose is elusive. I know. The goose, is, the goose is telegraphing his passes, though. The goose is telegraphing. All right, so, so Zach, let me ask you something. When we're growing up and you see an eye formation, teams like the Cowboys when they're on the one-yard line, two-yard line, Remember, it was automatic. I mean, when the other team got to the one-yard line, you're like, ah, it's a touchdown. It's a touchdown. Nowadays, because these teams do everything from shotgun, they get down to the one- or two-yard line. I mean, they can't get the one- or two yards. They're passing for it. And when you watch Tennessee, when they lost to Cincinnati, what did they do on that key fourth and one? They hand it off to Derrick Henry. We knew he's getting the ball, but by the time Tannehill gives it to him, he needs three or four yards, not one yard. And the up right. and over that we used yeah. to have on the goal line all the time, which was automatic, we don't see that anymore. No, you don't. No, you don't. The players. Yeah, I mean, because back then it was that. almost kind of like we're gonna. You know what? We'll even tell you which way he's going. Right. And it's yeah. now. It's just you talk about be a man. I, I'm just saying it's like your manhood against our manhood right now. And we're going to see who, who's been training harder. Uh, I'm just yeah. saying because we got to go a matter of inches now to see if you can stop us. So I mean, it's just a matter of our power versus your power, and we're going right up the middle. And you know what? I'll even give you the snap count. <laughs> exactly. And the only time yeah. is if that linebacker on defense found the right hole, timed yeah. it perfectly, and met well, the guy in the air. Yeah, the because you could be, you could go the other. I mean, it's just almost kind of like. I guess with a hockey goalie or especially in soccer, you, I mean, a penalty kick, you gotta you gotta, you're already, before he kicks that ball, you're already committed to where you're jumping Yep. to block it. That's Otherwise, forget crazy. about it, man. You know, I think they should do that in soccer, though. They should make the net the same size as it is in the NHL. Just <laughs> bring it down that big. Because <laughs> already the score is like two to one or one nothing. Yeah. That's what scores now. Let's just see what the score is with the net. That's yeah. And then you get the guy. Then you get the walrus from the Geico commercial, and he just sits there. <laughs> exactly. He's got the biggest guy you can, man. Uh, man bring the fridge. Bring right, the now, fridge. Bring in the fridge. Here we go. I got it. You know, because we're just talking about it. But uh, when the Rams played the Steelers. When the Rams played the Steelers, what was that Super Bowl 14? It was a great game. There was one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Uh, was an offensive lineman for the Los Angeles Rams. Let's see if Father Ken can get this one. Jesus knows who it is. Offensive lineman. Yes, and he's and he wrestled not that long. He just passed away I'll, not too long ago. I'll say Jackie Slater. No, not Jackie, but we, oh. he actually he was with played with Jackie. Gosh dang it, man! One of the greatest big goose is one of the greatest Gosh, big men of all time in the WWE and all of wrestling. Oh man, now I'm feeling bad. Now I know you guys know the wrestling a lot better oh, yes. than I it's do. It's Vader time, Van Vader. Wow. wow yes, and he, he played offensive line, and in that Super Bowl with. With the Rams and the Rams were beating yeah. the Steelers. They had them on the ropes. They couldn't Here's, finish here's them off. from the Vegas Vince perspective. Ferragamo. Yes, I wow. love Vince. I knew Vince, man. He worked for Touchdown Realty after he retired over there in Anaheim Hills, not too far from uh from the compound. But uh I had the Rams in that game and being the wow, betting guy that did. I was, being the betting Wait, guy that I was. This. Did you did you put money on them? Back in the day, you, had like, them, you picked them to beat the Steelers. That's no, I hear yes, because they were plus, Zach, this is sick. They were plus 11 and a half points. The Steelers Frank, were. No, wow. the Rams were. Oh, the Rams so the, were, yeah. The Rams were plus 11 and a half. 
They're winning the game. Frank Frank Corral, the Rams kicker, had not missed an extra point all year. He missed two of them in the game, and they lose by 12, 31 to 19. If he makes one of those extra points, I get the money. What are the odds a guy misses two extra points and he hadn't missed one all year? Yeah, crazy stuff. Wow. (laughs) The game within the game. That's all you're worried about, Kenny. That's all, at that time, you know, but I love Jack Youngblood found out he played the whole game with a broken leg. I mean, that's back yeah. when men were men. There's no yeah, doubt. Well, he's be a man. A man. He, be a man. He's a man. Got a broken yeah. leg. Going to sit the game out. No, you still continue playing that's without right. without any any pain medication. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. And man. that gave him a tryout on Monty Python's Holy Grail. Okay. <laughs> Get back here, flesh <laughs> exactly. It's nothing but a mere flesh wound. <laughs> uh, good stuff, though. All right, so listen, there's a concentration on Cooper Cup and Jamar Chase, Burrow and Stafford. But let's look at some other guys that may come up big. And there's some pretty good odds on guys like, J.D., I'll start with you, Joe Mixon for the uh, Cincinnati Bengals, 18-1 to 1 to win the MVP. Here's a guy that runs it pretty well, but also a good receiver out of the backfield. What kind of game does Mixon have tomorrow, today? Well, I mean, he he's going to have to have a good game for them to, to win, you know? I mean, they're going to have to step up. But like like you say, you're concentrating on these offensive players, but how about the defense, man? I mean, the Bengals' defense in the second half in the playoffs, has been they haven't let up a touchdown, have they? Yeah, and look at – I mean, the Chiefs are not exactly chumps, you know, so coming into no. this game against the Rams. So, I mean, and the so, Chiefs are so one of the – was that the Chiefs imploding, or do you think the uh, the Bengals adjusting, Ken? I think the Bengals adjusting because you're down 21-3. Again, KC gets the ball out of the second half. If they come down and score, you forget all about that they didn't score at the end of the first half because yeah, exactly. they're up 28-3 or 24-3 as long as they get yeah. something. But the Bengals did well. And not only that, you really saw it when they brought guys like Hendrickson and they came after uh, Pat Mahomes. They had him running in circles. So instead of him you know, just maybe getting a three, four-yard run or throwing the ball out of bounds, he's running in circles. He ends up losing 10. 12, 15, 18 yards on some of those sacks. And that was key because their secondary did a great job, allowed them to get back in the game. And once they made it 21-13, you kind of felt, you know, it's a one-score game now. They got a shot. And then when they got even, you kind of felt with McPherson, here's a kid 12 for 12 in the playoff games, four for four in all three three games as a rookie. This kid's got ice in his veins, no question. No question. Oh. Yeah, so 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 Zach, here's 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 two three props out there that uh, I got on that are around the field goal kickers. First off, the game's in SoFi; it's indoors. Longest it's a, field goal over or under forty-seven and a half yards. I think for sure it's going to go over. Both these guys can nail fifty yarders left and right indoors. All you need is one. And McPherson seven and a half total points. I see this guy easily getting two field goals, three. But you also maybe a couple extra points and two field goals. Yeah. So I think McPherson over. And uh, there's a there's there's one other one that's uh, pretty good uh, as far as the field goal kickers, and it'll come to me in a second. But I, I like him because Gay's a pretty good kicker for the Rams. Doesn't have the same distance uh, that McPherson, yeah. the rookie, has. But both guys are pretty darn accurate. So I see visions oh. of oh, here it is. The first score of the game will it be a touchdown? or a field goal or a safety. If you take the field goal or safety, you're plus 140. So that means if you bet $100, you get your 100 back plus 140 plus if 40. that first score yeah. is not a touchdown. I think what, happens if, what happens if you put a grand down? 
and you'll get you'll get back fourteen hundred dollars. You get your thousand back, and then you get another fourteen hundred. And that's for nice. either either a safety or e a field goal, or a field goal, safety or field goal. The only time a safety was couple of yeah, that one back. game. Yeah, Dave Manning yeah. gets sacked by Seattle. That Big was it. Day. Yeah, and what's his face? Uh, there was the a comedian. I forget his name. Uh, I forget. He actually put a like ten grand down on it as a joke, and he and won. won. He won big. Like all his friends were like, "I'll do it. What are you doing?" You know, and he was like, "Yeah, he cleaned out. because yeah, it was like the, the odds were like, forget about. What are you doing, dude? What are you doing? I'm drinking like Zach used to. What do you think I'm doing? <laughs> exactly." <laughs> Oh man! But yeah, he actually ended up winning. I think it was Dan. I forget, I forget the last name, but he, yeah, he ended up. He said he, he was with his buddies. He was just like, you know what, man? I'm going to put a batch of money down on the safety first play of the game. Why not? And it actually happened. The one was uh, HAD yep. reminds me of uh, when Zach and I went to uh, the Hard Rock uh, over in New York, and we had to draft our fantasy football team for charity. Uh -huh. So <laughs> Maurice Jones Drew was there. He was in the con and. He gets like first picky. He takes himself. <laughs> yeah, he took himself. <laughs> he lost. Great. That's great. Yeah, he totally. lost. With me and Zach, end up winning the whole he, thing. It was great. He lost came, twice. <laughs> came back from the dead. Did you? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, well, the best was the best dead. was we beat Artie Lang and Nick DiPaolo in the Super Bowl, and it was the best because it's totally. awesome. All Nick DiPaolo was a real wise ass when Zach was going up on stage in his bell bottoms. Until he saw no, I didn't have the bells on. He just he, he was taking a piss he, he out of his head. He saw all these skull rings and Zach's fist clenched. And he's like, ah, I better shut up. <laughs> uh, he's, he's a good dude, though. He's good, good times. But uh, no, I'm done. Well, we'll see what happens now. Let me ask you this. Again, what was the uh, what would you say was the most exciting last Super Bowl that you've seen that would just pretty much monumentally unbelievable? For me, I, I you know, me and the goose when we were watching Captain America come back from six hundred and fifty-eight yeah. and yeah, it's only eight minutes to play, and he he scores seven hundred and twenty-two points. Yeah, that was ridiculous. <laughs> I would have oh, fired the coach greatest. right at the third quarter. I would have fired him. <laughs> no, remember yeah, we were watching the game. I go like I, I was run. just like, wow. I go, they have no answer for this run. They have no answer. They can't stop the running backs. And it was both running backs were just like barreling right down the field. And then we were just like, all they got to do is keep running the ball. And that is – and just drown them. Eat the clock, they, run the so ball. Instead, they went to the pass. Absolutely <laughs> And the rest is history. Captain America yeah. comes back, scores 722 points, and wins the game. <laughs> I don't know if you guys okay. ever saw the, uh, the, little, uh, the little video that Peyton Manning did. He was hosting a Super Bowl party at his house for that game. And so he's like, all these people are there. And there's a few Patriots fans, but pretty much most people rooting for the Falcons. And Peyton's like, I don't have a dog in the fight. I don't care. You know, whatever. I just hope they have a good. And then he's loving it. It's 28-3 Atlanta. And he's like, oh, another <laughs> touch, another touch. So then, then he's there. And then, you know, Brady starts making the comeback. And it's 28-10. And he goes, oh, that's nice. At least they were able to get in the end zone once. Then it's like 28, 17, whatever. And so all of a sudden now Peyton's like, now it's 28, 24, whatever. Now he's vacuuming. He's vacuuming in front of everybody. And just like this, 
by the time they're they're on their final drive to take the lead, he's kicking everybody out of the house. You gotta go. I don't care who wins this game. I just I gotta clean. I got that's great. But that's great. Oh, yeah. He's a good sport like that, oh, man. It's funny, yeah. Man. yeah. Good times. But yeah, I, I remember right. I did have Atlanta in that game, and I would have lost money big time because the Patriots, of course, wouldn't buy a touchdown. They get the touchdown and cover the spread. But I took the Patriots at halftime down 21 to 3. They weren't down 28-3 yet. I took them 21-3, and that money line bet that I took on New England just for a little bit made me as much money as I would have won on the Falcons had the Falcons held on and, and won. So sometimes wow. hedging. Hedging is a good thing sometimes, totally. especially totally. against Brady. Let me ask you, Zach, because Brady's done this his whole life, and you call him Captain America. When they come back from the dead against this Rams team, you're thinking, like, he's going to do I just it again. Saw, when I was watching it, I, I think I was yeah. at, uh, I, when I saw that, I, I was just like, uh, yeah, I was actually at Dick's Sporting Goods. I was going in there to get something. It was up on the screen. I figured the game was over, anyways. You know what I mean? Because they would get blown out, and then all of a sudden, I go, <laughs> so I watched the play when he tied the game, and I was like, "You got to be kidding!" Because everyone was taking the piss, saying, "No, oh, we won the game," and you know, Captain America's finished, and it's over. Yeah, yeah. And he came back, you know, once once again, the score was what seven hundred and twenty-three to eight. And he comes back and he ties the game. And I was just like, wow. I it's just he's just absolutely amazing. I mean, it's just See, unstoppable. Yeah. But and then then I went and got what I had to get, and then I came back and the game was over. I, I was well, here's the like, thing, because you were you were asking me about Stafford, Zach. You were asking me, is he a Hall of Famer? Those two passes to Cooper Cup with under a minute to go, I think solidifies him because they didn't sit back and just say, hey, let's go to overtime, let's play conservative. He came out and finds Cup twice. And that second one, over the top, I don't think there's there's no way Tampa Bay thought they're throwing a pass like that. You know, they're probably yeah. trying to nickel and dime and get a long field goal shot before the end of the game. Yeah. They throw that pass, you see Cup catch it, you know the game's over. I mean, as long as they don't screw up the field goal, it's going to be a short field goal. And so I give the Rams yeah. a lot of credit because you go into overtime with Brady, the GOAT, you're in trouble. They got all the momentum, and they didn't do it. They didn't sit back. Yeah. Stafford made the two big passes to cut. He did. Well, like you said, that's at a moment totally. where, you know, your defense has got to stop him, man. You know what I mean? After your yeah. quarterback brings you back like that, you just – you got to hold him. <clears throat> you got to oh, yeah. hold him, man. Here's the other thing. I mean, the Rams have never won one in Los Angeles. They won the one in St. Louis. The Bengals, of course, yep. losing both their Super Bowls to San Francisco. They had shots to win it. I mean, Pete Johnson stuffed four times from no, the you know, You know, line. it's so funny. Everybody, everyone, everyone forgets about those Super Bowls. The Bengals could have won no Super Bowl. Yeah, both of them. Yep. Well, the no first doubt. one they could have won. Yeah, they didn't get blown out. You know, no, I mean, within like, one you know, score of both Bulls games. Smoked them. Yep. No, they. it was almost kind of like with the Steelers. They could have lost that Super Bowl against the uh, the Rams. They could have lost. Didn't so, I mean, Niners just, destroy uh, them, though? Yeah. The second no, time? Yeah. no, no. Both games were close, in fact. And and that's the thing. I mean, so Joe Montana, perfect in Super Bowls, but that close to losing both times yeah. to Cincinnati. Yeah, he could have lost wow. to, to them both times. They, they were great teams. I remember even, uh, you know, Boomer was saying, he goes, man, we did some amazingly cool stuff when we were in Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. You know, when we were in Cincinnati. Yep. Him and I watched him play the Rams. We really did some cool stuff. He was, he was just like, I was getting confused friends. with the Broncos. Yeah, they got, they they got, got destroyed. Right? The Niners destroyed them. Yes. Cry, crushed them. Yeah. Who's that? Yeah. The Broncos. The, the Broncos. But oh, the next Super Bowl after. Oh, yeah. That was, that was, yeah, that's yeah. the one. Because remember, every Super Bowl, uh, Elway 
consecutive each one of those losses was worse than the previous one. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like after he lost three yeah. of them, he must have been like, man, I maybe I'm not cut out for this. Yeah. That's why I always tell everybody, and he stuck around and hung in there and yep. got those two victories, man. That's I'm just right. saying, because he you talk about persistence of just because each yeah. one of those losses was more of a beatdown and more disappointing than the last one. You know, so that's what great okay, so it, was. He still needed Terrell, you know, Daryl Davis, man. Yeah, Darryl Davis, yeah. It, it, yeah, without a doubt, man. Well, here's, it, here's the thing. Here's the thing as far as those props, as far as the quarterbacks running the ball. So if you look at Stafford, he didn't run more than two times a game. In fact, he averaged 1.6 rushes per game during the regular season. But during the three playoff games, he's averaged four rushes per game. And the, yeah. the prop is two and a half over or under. Also, he didn't run for a lot of yardage, but he does. He's he, in the game against right. Arizona. In the game against Arizona, you're thinking Kyler Murray, right, is going to have some big runs. It was Stafford, yeah. six carries for 22 yards. Yeah. Kyler Murray, two for six yards. Absolutely embarrassing. That Ram defense yeah. just clamped down and embarrassed the Cardinals. Totally. Mm. So I like both I, those I, quarterbacks. I have to take over. The over. Yep. I both have quarterbacks over. They're going to be chasing him. They're going to be chasing Well, that's the other around. thing with Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's rushing total is 10 and a half over or under. So the reason I'm going over is because Joe Burrow, to me, is going to roll out right probably three or four plays to start the play. Why? Because you want to keep Aaron Donald and Long and those guys off balance. So if you roll the pocket right a few times and have a little tight end rollout. Now, remember, uh, there's uh, Higby's also out for the Rams, and that's key. Uh, uh, Zoma is back for uh, Cincinnati. He'll play, and that's key, too. So I, I think Burrow's going to roll out. And Burrow's fast, man. He's not a slow kid. You saw oh, him yeah. get that big first down run against Kansas City. So I think yeah. I think both guys go over and Stafford like Elway. Remember Elway running for that touchdown in the in the Super Bowl and doing the helicopter like getting pummeled. But he knew, hey, it's near the end of my career. If I don't get in, we're never going to win a Super Bowl. And I think you'll see the same mentality from Matthew Stafford. Definitely, definitely. Mm, yeah, I well, we'll see. I mean, well, let me ask you this: How many more years do you think Stafford has left in his career? I'd say with uh, that offensive line being what it is, with uh, the receiving core, I I'd say at least two or three. Wow. Yeah. Not not five? Yeah, I'd, I'll say two or three just because I'd say a that. guy like that, and it, that's one of the most amazing things to me about Tom Brady, because he's not a big, fast guy. He's rather slow. Wow. And somehow he always felt the blind side. He always felt it. He had that little clock ticking in his head. He got rid of the ball. When's the last time, seriously, that you can tell me you remember Tom Brady getting blindsided and coughing it up? Yeah, and like, like Joe a, Montana when Marshall, when Marshall just crushed yeah, yeah. Joe. Yeah, I know. When Joe just yeah. got – Joe missed a whole season from that hit, man. But, yeah. I mean, I, no, I'm I thinking – No, the one thing about Brady and the one thing about Dan Marino – they never took hits like that. Never. No. They, they would always – well, they never hung on to the ball, ever. But you know what's crazy? Eli took a lot of hits. Oh, yeah. And he never missed a game, man. Well, here's oh, the one thing I that people ask destroyed. me. They ask me, they go, they say, hey, does Eli belong in the Hall of Fame? And I said, listen, he beat Brady twice, Definitely. but he also won the biggest game in NFL history. 
And when he wins that Super Bowl, when the Patriots are 18-0, that is the biggest game in NFL history. It's the biggest upset because that Patriot team wasn't just 18-0. They were murdering teams. They were putting up 40s and 50s like they were nothing. Yeah. And people thought, here's a wild card Giants team. They got no shot to beat this team. And Eli, the pass to Tyree, not only was the catch immaculate, but he gets Eli gets out of a sack that he never got out of. He looked like Superman doing it. And that whole thing let you know the Giants were going to win that game in the past to Burris. It was, on but the, money. the Giants, they, the yeah. Giants, when they were talking about that loss, they were saying that even though we played them in that last game of the season, they beat us. They just, we all knew. Yep, we can beat these guys. That's right. We, like they're yeah. they're human. We they, they played we all definitely can beat. The, yeah, because the Giants barely lost that game. And you know New England wanted it. Even though New England was in the playoffs, they wanted it because they wanted the perfect season. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and but you know what? If you really think about it, I mean, what was the uh well, I mean not for not the perfect season with the Dolphins, they were 17 because it was 14 regular season games. Then they had to play the playoffs and the Super Bowl. So they were 17 and 0. That is the record to beat. I know that the Patriots did not win the Super Bowl. They didn't pull it through, but they did win 18 consecutive games. Doesn't, doesn't matter. The folks in New England, with all those rings right. they have, they never talk about that season, even though, like you said, was the greatest regular season. Yes, but they of didn't, all time. They didn't cap it off. They didn't cap it off with the Super Bowl. So now imagine if they won that game, 19-0. and That's all we're ever hearing. We're not hearing about any of the other rings. We're hearing about 19-0, and perfect season. Right. That one, yeah. yeah, of course. True. Although, because I, I always thought to myself – yeah, but I mean, like, I mean, they went because the regular season then was only fourteen. So right. you know, we're saying like consecutively winning games. It was seventeen games without losing, and I go nothing right. for nothing. They won eighteen in a row. You know what I mean? If, if we're talking about you know, yeah. I know they didn't win the Super Bowl, but it is That's eighteen it, well. consecutive. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, Maybe. if the if the if the batting average is. You know, with Ted Williams, it's 400. Like, if you bat 403, that means you beat him. Yeah. You know okay. what I mean? So you can take that home run that Ruth hit, or I'm sorry, Mantle hit 60, uh, 60 in 154 games, and then Maris hit 61 in 162 games. So yeah. the eight more games, only one more homer, but everybody knew Maris had the record because that's yeah. what they looked at. They didn't care it was eight more games. They gave him the record for the single season. Yeah, yeah, and I know you're saying it is eight more games, that, which is yeah. not – it's not fair, though. You know what I mean? Because you got to yeah, go yeah. by – you know, I mean, if Babe Ruth, the record was 60 home runs, and he did it in 100 games, let's just say. 154, right. All right, well, 154, but I was just – you know, just making an All analogy. Right. If it was 100 games and then, you know, McGuire came in and, and broke it then, and he hit 65 home runs, but he did it in 125 games. You know, it's like, bro, you had 25 extra games. Right. It's like Babe had 100. So, you know, yeah. it's got to be that, you know, whoever hits the most by 100 games, you know. Well, they I mean? should, and I, they I, should I, separate it. They should separate it, and they have to do that now because this year was the first year of 17 games. And even though it's one <laughs> more game, all of a sudden, hey, I got over 1,000 yards. Yeah, but you played 17 games, not 16. So we have to look at it a little bit differently now. Well, yeah. yeah, I mean, well, well, look at OJ when he, what was it, 2000, 2003, and that was in 14 games, right? When he did it with Buffalo. Yeah. Two, it was 14 uh, games. Right. That's insane. yards, yep. 
I mean, that's insane. That's crazy. It's 17 games now, though. That's just crazy. 17 games, and then you figure, like Zach said, Miami had to go 17 games. By the way, when Miami did go 17-0 and and win that Super Bowl against Washington, their uh, winning percentage of the teams that they played was under 500 collectively for, for the teams that were on their schedule. Really? So, I mean, I, they don't make the schedule. They play who's on their schedule. Right. But that's the way it was. Wow. Didn't but the majority, play? what? The majority of their games were played against under 500 clubs. That's, that's correct. Yeah. As, and now. Yeah, but now, still, though, I mean, by the time you get to the playoffs and you get to the Super Bowl and you got to yeah. play the Redskins, the Redskins are, aren't chumps. Right. And either is actually anybody that's in the playoffs. You're not, you're not playing no. against under 500 teams. I mean, yeah, put it this way. Let's say, let's say that 10 of the teams were horrendous, you know, and they, they were easy wins. You know, it's like boxing a bunch of chumps, and then eventually yeah. Mike Tyson's going to have to box Evander Holyfield. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, Mike, yeah. in the beginning, yeah, you could say he fought tomato cans or whatever, but then as things, as Mike was getting further and further up, he's fighting guys that yeah that are good, you know? Yeah. So you, you can't say he's not fighting nobody. So, I, you know, I think by Miami, by the time they got to the playoffs, you're, you're, you're playing the best of the best at that point. In, in right, any so sport, in any so, sport. So we're going to – we'll wrap this up after the game. But, Zach, let me go to you first. Give me your score, your prediction, and who's going to be the MVP. Before we kick it off, I want to make sure I have you guys locked in so I know what you're going for. Well, like Zach, I, said, I mean, I'm seeing a lot of talk about like maybe 27, 24, under 30 points, a lot of people are saying. So, uh, I don't know. Well, let me ask you this, Goose. What do you think? Do you think it's gonna be a high scoring game? You know, it's this game is so it's so unpredictable because it's because like I said, the well, look at how good Cincinnati's no defense played against Kansas City, and then like you said, who know. knows? They might show up tomorrow, and it's just like, wow, this is terrible. They could. Yeah, I'm, not letting, I'm not letting you. I'm not letting you off the hook, Zach. You go first. Give me your final score. You think the Bengals are gonna win? Give me the score. Uh. Yeah, I'll take the Bengals uh, 20. You know what? I'll go with that score. I'll go 27-24. There you go. I got it down. J.D.? Man, this is a tough one, Ken. Come on, baby. I don't – I mean, on paper, the Rams should destroy this team. But They're not playing on paper. They're knows? playing at SoFi, man. And the, and the Patriots should have destroyed the Giants. And they're the playing Giants. at SoFi. It's the second year in a row where a team is playing in their own building. Right, never happened, and then two years Gun in a row. In my so. head, I'm going to have to say the I want I want the Bengals to win, but I got to take the Rams. Why? Because they're go. playing at SoFi. Yes, they're playing at home. Give me the score, but does Jamie. it really? Is it really home field advantage? Do you think? Is it? I I, I mean, it's their own locker room. I mean, it's, it's not like the Miami Dolphins are coming into Chicago and playing the Bears. Cincinnati, like Cincinnati is below, actually you know the Bears designated as. Yes, yeah, Cincinnati's actually designated as the home team, as, and they yeah. will be wearing their black jerseys. Cincinnati right. will be wearing their black jerseys. J.D., give me the score, man. You got the Rams winning? I got the Rams winning 33-24. Wow, that's close to the score that I put in the paper here in Vegas. I put the Rams really? 31, Cincy 23. Wow. So, Zach, All you're right. there with Joe Burrow? Yes, yeah, I, I got the Bengals. Just because I think they got great uniforms. I even liked them when they just had bangles on the side of the helmet. I thought, yeah, oh, yeah, it was like, 
Ken, JD, come up with a cool helmet for us. And you go, you because you, you show up with bangles on the bangles. side. Not even cool letters. Well, Not that's even all cool letters. Is that, that's all you can come up with. Like some second grader, wow. like just printed bangles. All right, uh, that works. I guess I guess you guys had other things to do. Yeah, but look, that's all you they but they knew they didn't have to do much to be the coolest helmet in Ohio because the Browns had nothing. Well, you know, you know why, you know, but you know why the the Bengals uniforms were like they were, because Paul no. Brown started yes. the Bengals, right? Right. So that's the reason why he wanted the the uniform to look almost identical to the Brown's uniform. Wow. Yeah. And originally, and that's they why it only said Bengals on the side. It was just it's basically a Brown's helmet with Bengals on the side. And that was on right. purpose, man. Zach, you know? real quick, you got oh. you have the Bengals. Is uh, is Joe Burrow your MVP, Zach? Um, I would say Chase? Randy White and Harvey Martin for the uh, MVP in this one. But uh, <laughs> for a Giants fan, he loves those Cowboy guys. He loves Randy. Uh, Randy White was my guy growing Randy up. White Randy was White, his White guy. and I uh, loved Jack Lambert, so I was a defensive <laughs> guy. But uh, but um, yeah. Well, like you said before, usually it's always the quarterbacks. Uh. Yeah, I guess you know. I I guess I'll go with uh, I'll go I'll go with Joe, yeah, because right. obviously I got them winning, so I'll go with him. I was gonna like you said, I was it was a toss up between Joe or Bob Lilly and Bob Joe. <laughs> That's JD, right. give me your J, give me your MVP Bob Lilly, Lilly Bob Lilly Monster. <laughs> Hey, there you go. I love, I literally must, hey, let's. Hey, I Thurman got Grandpa Munster. Munster. Grand, Grandpa Munster coming out of the Thurman dungeon. Munster. <laughs> Thurman Munster, the man, best man. You know what's crazy? I mean, if Cooper, if Cooper Cup catches four touchdowns, Stafford threw four touchdowns. So who would go. they well, give it? They give it to the quarterback. Unless Beckham throws him one on the end around. How about that pickup? Nobody's even yeah, talking great. about that. That was huge. You don't hear Robert Woods' name mentioned anymore. Well, yes, that is pretty odd, though. Up. Like JD just made a point. If Cooper does catch four TDs, is he going to get the MVP? No. <laughs> the quarterback. Stafford threw him. But then Stole again, <clears throat> but JD, then again, maybe if the quarterback, if Stafford throws another touchdown, he has five touchdowns in the game. Four went to Coop, and then one goes to. Another the tight end, yeah, OBJ, you know, another wide receiver. So he has five total touchdowns. So I guess you'd have to give it to the quarterback. But yeah. that is a good. But that that the goose does have a good point. Yeah, like if Roger Stallback threw four touchdowns to Drew Pearson, does who's getting the MVP? Is it Roger or Drew getting it? Yeah, it's always you know Phil 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 Sims throws four touchdown passes to Bavaro. Is is Bavaro getting it or is Phil getting it? Yeah, uh, well, Phil Sims still twenty-two of twenty-five in that one Super Bowl victory against the Broncos. Pretty impressive, yeah. Yeah. percentage-wise. Hey, remember Higby's out for the Rams, but this kid Kendall Blanton—he's a pretty good young tight end, man. Keep an eye on him. He could have—he uh, yeah. can make some plays, man. So that—that's uh, a big loss. Higby's good, man. Yeah, no doubt, he's solid. And there's another prop up: Will Johnny Hecker, the uh, punter for the Rams, will he throw a pass? And you know, will he he's throw up? Do any of the running backs on either one of these teams have a chance at being an MVP, or is that not going to happen? No, I think what are, Joe what are the odds does. on that? What is the Vegas odds on that one? Well, the Mixon's 18 to 1. Cam Akers is, a, is about that. 
you know, I don't think Sony Michelle's going to get the ball much since Akers is healthy now. I think those are your two guys. Yeah. And uh, there's props up on all these all these different guys. I also uh, played that there will be a successful two point conversion, and that was plus two fifty. So you put up a hundred, you put up a thousand, Zach. Yeah, you, you get back twenty five hundred if no, there I is heard a successful also the, two point the Bengals conversion. have hired the fridge in case they do need a two. Just he's come out of right. a tie yeah. just specifically yeah. for this. He, he reached the deadline and he's ready to go. There you go. He God weighs 470 pounds. Dude, how great was that when they used these? How great was that 85 Bears team, though, man? Yep. That well, changed. That changed. We still every... do that dance, me and JD, the Super Bowl shovel. We do it yep. still in the snub. Well, here's, like, here's, here's what happened a, a little Vegas caveat right here. When that prop happened, that was back in the day. And one of the guys put it, the sports book director uh, put it, and he ended up going on to a long career here in Las Vegas. But uh, Art Man Terrace was his name. He put that prop up there. Would the fridge score a touchdown? And everybody started betting, and it started at 20 to 1. There was so much money put on it by people it's that it ended one. up clo closed at 2 to 1. And uh, it, it wasn't happening, and it looked like the books were going to be there. Sure enough, the fridge comes in the end of the game, and he gets the touchdown against yeah. New England. And this guy right. who put that prop up, he thought he's fired. He's done. That's it. It's over. I can't believe it. They waited till the end of the game, and the fridge, all these. He knew. He didn't even watch it. He shut his door at the sports book, and when he heard the crowd going berserker-like, he knew. That he knew that he had lost all this money for the casino, and so what happened oh. was the next day he got a call from the big man and he didn't even want to feel that he was kind of like cleaning out his locker already. Yeah. And the guy said, no, I'm not going to fire you. He goes, yeah, we took it in the shorts. We lost several hundred thousand. And back in that day was a lot of money in 1985. But he said the publicity that we have gotten worldwide from that prop has more than tripled what we would have had to pay for that type of marketing. So you got your job, and I think wow. they gave him a little. I think they gave him a raise as well. Pretty cool. Wow, that's pretty wow. funny. That's great. That's awesome. Hey uh, Ken, story. hey Ken, yes. what's the prop? What's the prop for the first touchdown? Uh, the first touch. Okay, as, uh, there's a bunch of different ways you can bet it as far as individual players getting it. But if you think the first score will be a touchdown, you have to lay 140, or I'm sorry, 150 to win 100. If you think that it, no, will I mean be, to pick the player. Oh, you, well, they're all different. They all have different odds. Yeah. Uh, Cooper Cup Good. naturally is uh, is the odds odds on favorite pretty much as far yeah. as the first touchdown. So yeah, there's a whole list of all of them. Uh, and then they have who would score the first touchdown, who would score the last touchdown. There's also yeah. one other prop that I played, and it got pretty expensive. You actually have to lay. Last I saw, two hundred and thirty dollars to win a hundred. Will there be more points in the second half than the first half? And Ooh. the answer is yes. So we laid yeah. that. Uh, if you got to it early, you could have laid 150 to win 100. But that prop yeah. has cashed in 14 of the last 15 Super Bowls that there have been more points in the second half than the first half. Wow. That's crazy. That's a good one. Yep. But so I'm going to, I was going to think about taking OBJ for the first touchdown because I think they'll yeah, be covering Coop. You'll you know get, a, I mean? you'll and, get at least six. I think you'll get at least six to one on that. Yeah. That'll be a good one. Yeah, and remember, is, let's yeah. remember the name T. Higgins as well, because if Ramsey's on Chase, 
that may slow him down. And T. Higgins, a big boy, and he's got good hands. And with Uzoma, you know, banged up, he might get some action, but he's not going to be as effective as he was during the regular season. So keep yeah. an eye on T. Higgins for the Bengals. If uh, Zach's going to be right as far as Cincinnati winning, T. Higgins could be a big part of that. Yeah, for sure. Well, there you good go. stuff. We got to mention Aaron Donald because <clears throat> one of the one of the mainstay guys got to get a few of the defensive guys in there. But Ramsey, I mentioned, uh, you yeah. got Von Miller. Von Miller's actually more of a favorite than Aaron Donald now as far as the BMVP. But the Rams really? are a different defense with a healthy Von Miller, Zach. Oh, we'll exactly. see what happens. Without a doubt. Yeah. There you go. All right, Doom Crew. Well, we'll be back after the game. Looking forward to it. I want to thank you guys for inviting me. Oh, yeah. Well, it was great. Hey, listen, Father Ken here. It's, it's, the 13th, it's the 13th Wild Goose podcast on the 13th. How cool is that? Without a doubt. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but yeah, I can't wait. Like you said, uh, like the Goose posted earlier, he said, uh, tune in to get zero insight. <laughs> zero information <laughs> no about doubt. the Super Bowl or anything in life in general. <laughs> so, but it's gluten-free, so what, do you, what can yeah. I tell you? When it comes to us, it's the stupid ball. <laughs> <laughs> it's the stupid ball. Yeah, you know what? Let me just tell you, you two guys, when it comes to sports, and that includes baseball because you're both big, J.D., a big Mets fan, Zach, a big Yankee fan, but you guys, it's funny because in the world of sports, those guys want to be musicians. And in the world yeah. of music, a lot of you guys want to be those athletes, and you know a lot. You guys know a lot. You joke around a lot, but both you guys have great knowledge in the sports. Uh, JD world. of, of all fun. the, uh, you know, the black label alumni is the only one to get a uh, the base hit at yeah. J State, the original nice. Shea. Nice. Yep. Yes, JD yep. got a base hit. That's awesome, JD. Yep. Dave Wallace on, for the pitch. I took John Franco's bat and hit it. It's amazing. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> John so Franco, awesome. man, the tightrope walker in the bottom of the ninth every oh, freaking dude. game. Oh, forget yeah. it. Bring, bring, bring the Maylocks into Pepto if, May, if totally. Franco's on the mound. <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. All right, right brothers. All right, so J.D. and I both have the Rams. Zach's got the Bengals. We'll be back uh, after listen, the are game. We, are we catching up in the middle of the game and after the game? What are we doing? No, just after the game. Just after the game. All right. So middle, middle, I have a job to do. I got stuff I got to do. You got things. You know, Zach's Zach, in the kitchen watch, cabinets over there. Zach, Zach's got to watch the halftime show, man. Mary J. Blige, that's his gal, man. Oh, I'm all about it. I'm watching it. Great yeah. stuff about the halftime show. Yeah, without a doubt. All right, we'll be back after right, the game. It's going to be right. another great wild goose, and uh, we'll wrap things up a little bit later. Ken Thompson, JD, the greatest man, John DeServio, and of course, there's no nobody better than Z A Double K. Zach Wild. We'll be back Wild Goose yeah. after the game. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Look at Scully over there. There, hey, there he is again. Oh, fuzzy as hell. <laughs> oh, fuzzy was it? Zach. Zach, you're great, man. Get there we go. All right. Keep it professional, man. Hey, listen, Zach. Me and JD, we already forgot about the game. Can we do Super Bowl 57? <laughs> Let's go for it, man. We're, I'm already over there. Thank goodness I bet on the Rams. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. There you go. We suckered. Yeah, I know. They were they were lucky. But, yeah, I actually – No, actually, I, you know, my, my score almost came to tuition. I, once, I was thinking I, I, like about said, you. We're, we're right there. I yeah, said, I'm right in the world. I said, 27-24 may happen. You're going to miss by yeah. one point. Yeah, no, I knew. You are going to miss by one point. It was going to be 27-23 if the Bengals scored. Yeah, but I, at wow. the end, when it was, when it was still 16-20 – I, I thought to yeah. myself, if they go for the two, 
You know what I mean? Let's say if they scored a touchdown and go for two points. Yeah, but they wouldn't do that because they want to be – because if they miss it, then they're only up two. Yeah. Yeah, they would have never done that. Exactly. Exactly. But uh, (laughs) no, I was going to say it was – it was actually it was a really slamming Super Bowl considering it was good. the deep both defenses really turned. I mean, the Rams could not run, man. Dude, they could not run. But they kept going right up the middle. That's what I said. Why, why? Why are you going up the middle every freaking time, up, man? What a stupid Give them a sweep man. Well, you know the who their offensive coordinator is? Larry Zonka. There's <laughs> Larry Zonka. That's all he knows. That's That's you can't tell him to go outside. Yeah, he doesn't know what that is. There's, a, there's a difference between like, there's a difference doing, between man? Cam Akers weighing a buck seventy and Zonka oh, two sixty, just like barreling guys over. <laughs> you guys ready? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, we're all right, here we we're go. Live. We're rocking. We're already going. Oh, we're going. We're we're back. Yes. Wild we're already baby. going. So I'm good. We got the Larry Zonka in there as we well. So, right you know in. what I'm saying? But it's the wrap up show with the Doom Crew, man. The two of the best in the world. Two of the greatest musicians. My buddy John DeServio, JD, Jersey Boy, and on the left, of course, Hi. my brother-in-law, the best in the world, one of the greatest guitar players of all time. Mr. Z A double K Wild. JD says hey, he ain't buying it, but you know, it doesn't matter how much Come on. you're it's right. Come on, Ken. I know you're your brother in law. That's enough. Uh, there you go. It's good, good, good enough. <laughs> I'm trying to stay as one of the dependents in the family. It's like, you know, uh, tax so, you, so what was tax what your fellas? Now that we're rolling, what was your uh, assessment? I thought it was a great game. Awesome. I mean, great game. You know, I mean, it's just, it's uh, amazing that. I mean, Coop, like you said, he – I mean, he did come up huge in that one play at the end when yeah. they had him in motion on the fourth and one. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They had to get that play. That was huge, and he scored that touchdown. But he was pretty much – they shut him down the whole game. They, well, and he then, wasn't even going to him. No, but remember in the beginning he was going to Beckham. Yeah, but then once you know, he before got – You know, before think, he got hurt. Then then they didn't go to Coop anymore. I was surprised. No, he was he double, he's double covered. Him. J.D. Right. double covered the whole game. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. but then when, like you said, when Beckham in motion, you know, right when Beckham went down, though, even double coverage, Matthew Stafford's like, screw it, I got to just throw it where he is, he'll get it. That's that how good Cooper Cup is. Uh, but when he did that's score amazing. that touchdown in the end zone, I'm shocked they didn't have double coverage on him. You know. know what I mean? You know, it's like it's like going to the Gronk or you're going yeah, to Navarro. Yeah. You know, they're that, throwing to this guy. Just like great, put eight people on him. Uh, you know, I mean, play, you know, you know where they're going. Yeah, well, you know the I mean? other thing. Remember, they take the touchdown away because of the holding when he gets nailed. And one thing I want to see them do, I listen, one thing I want to see them do in the NFL more so, I mean, we see it in college. I get I don't want guys if it's not intentional targeting, I don't want them to get tossed, but you got to call that stuff. And I mean, Cooper Cup got nailed helmet to helmet in the end zone. That was pretty blatant. That guy that targeted should at least have a warning. If he does it again in the same game, then I think he should get tossed cuz yeah, uh, that was that was a pretty blatant head to head. Dude, and how Cup about held him on. coming back after? That. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of head to heads though. You're right there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Then you, yeah. you you really and and you know a lot of times when you tackle, I mean, it's not that you have to lead with your head. You can get no. your short, but you're going with your head. I mean, no, that's, that's yeah, but that that one when you watch it back, Zach, I'm telling you, he bad. had time. He knew what he was doing. He knew Cup caught it and he was trying to dislodge him from the ball. Hey, I, you know, I get it. I, I talked to Doug Plank, George Atkinson Jr. What you're line. saying is when Mike Tyson knocked out Michael Spinks, 
he knew what he was doing. He's doing real well. Michael Spinks was going for the payday. He got in that ring, and we were there in Cali. You know, he had his money on Spinks. I was just got, like, no, I would the mortgage the house on that one. Thank goodness I talked him out of the mortgage. You, know? oh you, you, you could have you could have talked Michael Spinks out of the ring. If he was legally able to get out of there and wasn't under that major contract, that he saw Tyson come in there, he goes, I hope I live to collect my money. Oh, my God. No well, he blessed himself about 48 times. That's what I told J.D. I said, I told you he was Catholic. Oh, I told you. He really was for that minute anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. So, so what I'm just saying is, yeah, I'm so, I'm shocked that they didn't have like – More coverage I'm shocked they didn't have like 20 people on, on Cooper at the, at but the end But how of about that. him to come back after that hit like that and play the way he did after that? That's, That's it. Still get the He's touchdown, the uh, the game-winning touchdown. And you guys, so J.D. and I were talking about it. Why were the Rams constantly, Zach, just running up the middle every time? I well, mean, we Akers, just discussed it earlier. Nothing. Larry Zonk is the offensive coordinator. That's all he knows. Right off center, left or right, that's all we got. It's like, you know, there are other holes out here. You have a guard, a tackle. He goes, we don't need them. Oh, man. Center, yeah. left or right. Yeah, right. Man, it, it, I'm like, run a sweep. Do something, you know. Anything, no, they man. could not run, bro. No, I mean, it, it was, was it was amazing. It was awful, you know. Yeah, let me uh, let me give you the stats. How about 20, 23 carries for forty three yards? Terrible. Even I. And, and you know what was so funny is when we were watching the game. I was, uh, I was telling my buddy Jeff. I go, I go. It's amazing. We talk. I said, yeah, me and Jadezus and uh, and Father Ken. We were talking about it the other night. I go in the seventies and early. Uh, bit of the 80s i go predominant every team had a featured halfback and i said and now i said you can't even name one in the nfl and then as as Uh and it just showed like i'm just saying they couldn't like if when eric dickerson was running for the rams i mean ken do you think he's running for 35 yards in a complete game i mean he's running for 35 yards and probably the first five carries (laughs) yes exactly Exactly, and the backs were. But the, you know, the play of, calling was terrible, though. Really, I, the play calling was horrific. Yeah, you know? I agree. Now, here's T. Higgins did get away with a little face mask there on Jalen Ramsey. I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't realize. No, 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 no. What you think? You it was a face. He was trying to help him with his mouthpiece. If you look closely out of the gap, he was he, like, uh, he was like, "Watch it! You 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 lost your mouthpiece. Your mouthpiece. Watch it again. Sure trying man. to help him." He's a good, fine, upstanding citizen, and yeah. he's trying to help another wow, another fellow mankind person. JD, I, JD, I actually had I had Higgins to score that next touchdown, and he got it. I never saw the replay of him tossing Ramsey by the face mask oh, to the ground really? until later. But yeah, that was good, dude. They didn't call any penalties the whole game. I mean, really. But the, I thought I thought the PI at the end. With the linebacker when he when yeah. he knocked, I mean, yeah. come on! But no. then again, I just you know what I said. I go that offsets the face. That's right. You know, no, it's exactly, was, JD, you nailed it. It was a makeup call from the play before when Cup got right. held. You're exactly yeah. right. It was a makeup totally. call. But, I hate but, makeup but, calls, but, Ken, but it is what it is. Why, Ken? Why couldn't they challenge that play to where they you see him throw him? He's like throw him down. You know what I mean? It's like, and that was a, a touchdown. Why didn't the league review that anyway? Yeah, I mean. They they can That's review weird. it, but if if it's a penalty like that, 
There's no, in other words, you can't yeah, challenge passion. Can't. Yes, you're exactly right. You cannot challenge anything like that. That's a yeah. judgment call. And when they miss That's it, they crazy. miss it. I, I agree with you. If there's something blatant that like that, we, we remember the Rams Saints. And then after that, oh, that's when they, impl- they they implemented the uh, challenge of pass interference. But yeah, then that was bogus. so bogus that they did away with it. And I yeah, really yeah. think you're right. The booth should have people to where if you see something that's blatant that really affects the game, I think you should have the uh, yeah, you know guy step in there. Yeah, I mean, like you know, like you said, but they didn't call it on the field, so I guess. I mean, the other the other thing at the end on on Coop with the linebacker, you know, yeah. uh, with the PI, I was like, I mean, how are you you gotta let these guys defend. Yeah, like a pay. It's I mean, it's you know, like it's like with basketball, you can't even touch another guy. I mean, you know, yeah. mind you, not that you need to be like Jack Tatum when somebody steps in the paint and you just like level them. You know, yeah. you pull with Dick Butkus, but I mean, but the whole thing is you got to be able to defend. And I mean, that was terrible. It's like he had his arm on him he, nah, he, and he I wasn't know. stopping his motion or anything like that. He nah. knocked the ball down. And I think that was, that would have been fourth down. Well, he right. had money on the ramps, you know. There you go. Well, maybe there you go, JD. You know, you just answered it right there. You know what? Well, you, you know what? You're right, Zach. You, Zach, you're right. Zach, a call like that. A call like that shouldn't have been made. Was that but fourth then when you're down watching- or was that third and one or was that fourth and one? Because that would have ended it. No, it was third and one. But here's the thing. I mean, you had Van Jefferson going down the sideline a couple plays before that, and the guy's holding his arm, so he's trying to one-hand it. And it's because the other arm's being held. And they do that a lot down the sideline. These guys get away with it. They jostle. They're letting them – okay, let them play. Let's let it be done on the field. But it gets – it's hard, I mean, to make those one-handed catches. I know Beckham has that one that all these young kids nowadays, they saw that, and now they're all up there one-handed. And a lot of times they couldn't – No, I mean, not for nothing. I mean, you know, to – because if you can get your body in that position, it really is a a skill. I mean, like even Ah. Beckham said it back in the day. He goes, that's not a lucky catch. He goes, I practice that. That's right. You know what I mean? If if I'm going up with two hands, I can't make that catch if I'm – if I'm reaching back with my with one hand, I can I can stretch myself even further. He goes, I probably right, and his and his hands are bigger than uh, most people's hands. Yeah. So I yeah, but but he that. you know but he even said though he goes I practice that wasn't lucky. No, no, no that wasn't was luck. I practice. Super talented. And super yeah. Talented. He goes because I can extend myself further right. than just two. He goes, you know, because he was just like no, you you know the proper way to catch a football is with two two hands. Of course I know that. He goes, I'm not showboating. I'm just saying I can I can stretch myself further if I'm reaching for anything. No, he needed yeah. right right on that on that particular catch, which is yeah. the 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 milestone one handed catch of all times in the NFL. Yeah, he had to do it. It's the only way he's going to catch that ball. Yeah, but that yeah, with two catch hands. that catch because it got so much attention. Exactly. You see so many other athletes, college and pro, try to one hand stuff that they probably could get two handed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, no, I hear you. All right, let's go back to the game, guys. Uh, let's let's start it out. I mean, Rams go up thirteen three, and then I thought I thought Burrow came up big, uh, makes it thirteen ten by halftime. I thought that was where Cincinnati had to score. Didn't want the Rams yeah. to get too far ahead, and thirteen ten, a little sloppy uh, early, but you know the the catch by Beckham was nice. The throw was perfect by Stafford to give him that first touchdown, oh, and that was a major uh, that was a major blow to a lot of people that played props because they had it by number. And so over nine and a half, the number nine and a half, uh, you had to lay 1,900 to win 1,000 because I had a buddy do that. He laid 1,900 to win 1,000 that the first touchdown, the number being worn, would be higher than nine and a half. When Beckham caught that, Beckham was wearing the number three, so that my buddy dropped 1,900 right away on that sucker. They got got a bet on just everything. Yeah, they'll they'll break it down. Break it down by the numbers, yeah. 
That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Now that they have a spread on like the halftime show, like who's gonna who's gonna sing longer than the other artist? Yeah, right. That right. might be another one. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, I, I, there was a little opening there. Like you that, said there's got to be action on everything. Oh, uh, I'm pretty saying. sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure some of that new album should have been out there today on that halftime show yeah, for well, you guys. You know. Yeah, it would have fit right in. It, it would right there. Right in there. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could just see it. Do- Dr. Dre, Zach Wilde. <laughs> yeah. And then the black label, we just start playing, and then they go, and that'll be the last time we do halftime. <laughs> and, that, and that'll be it. <laughs> <laughs> that was good stuff. The first and last. And that was that. Zach, at the end of the game, when uh, after the Rams took that lead, I'm thinking Joe Burrow's leading them down for that tying field goal. That kid McPherson's going to come up. Now, on that prop, remember, there are two props that I get, I did get. I got McPherson yeah, yeah. Uh, over a field goal and a half and also over seven points McPherson got. But the longest field goal never never came up. Uh, 41 was the longest, so I lost that one. Uh, but overall, pretty good. Matthew Stafford, over two and a half rushes, Zach. And he got the second one on the quarterback sneak trying to get in the end zone. He didn't gain anything, right? And he also had to go over five and a half yards. He had seven, so he stayed on seven. And then he kneels on the ball the last play, so he loses a yard. He ends up with six yards rushing, three carries. So if you played him (laughs) over on both of those, you barely got got it it by a half a carry and a half a yard. Wow. That he got it. (laughs) Heart attacks and strokes <laughs> on that one when he took the knee. They were like, I, I, know, lost no, no, I just lost no, the mortgage in the house. No, <laughs> How about the Rams, though, turning it up a notch defensively when they were trailing? I mean, yeah. Sack City. I mean, seven oh, sacks, man. I think they Because they shut down, right. uh, you know. Um, yeah. Well, Mixon did pretty good. Yeah, no, but they, they were shutting down all the superstars, though, bro. Yeah. I mean, on yeah. that defense, they really were blocking really well. Wow. So I mean, they were they were shutting everyone down, and then they got around to him when they and they made big, huge yeah. clutch plays near so the what, end there when they needed to make them. What they have like six or seven sacks in the six second. or seven. Yeah. I think I want to say seven. I'll tell you right now. And uh, Stahl, they they put the number up because Stallback was sacked seven, <laughs> seven times. Seven, seven sacks. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah. Seven sacks. They had seven sacks, and the uh, the Bengals I think only had a couple, and they had them early. Since he did, let me see. Since he yeah. got two sacks for Cincinnati, nine tackles for for loss. Right. So I mean, and they, that's because the running game. Yeah, they shut Acres down. At one time, Acres had eleven carries for thirteen yards. That's, <laughs> that's, that's not insane. a good fantasy day. That's not good. <laughs> no. That's really. I mean, uh, you know, like Even you said, either that. it's a combination of bad play calling and a testament to how well the defense is playing. Yeah, you know? you know, the one thing about a Super Bowl, what you want to see when you get together is at least the game going down to the wire. And that's what we got. You didn't know who was going to win till that the end. Awesome. And, that, and, that, and that's what that's what we want, basically. You don't want to see, you know, unless it's your team, no. you don't want to see a 44 to 7 game unless it's your team with the 44. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, nah, even then, I, you want a good game, you know? It's the last game uh- of the season. That's it. Yeah, I, I I thought it was a good Super Bowl, though. I mean, Actually, obviously, totally. if you're a Cincinnati Bengal fan, obviously, you know, it it yeah. sucked. But, I mean, I it, put it this way. They keep that team together. I mean, obviously, yeah, man. Joe is – he's the future. And, I mean, they should yeah. – if you're a Cincinnati Bengal fan, you should be like, wow, we should be, be good for a while. You got a lot well, of yeah. things. So you, right. So you have – and Buffalo saying the same thing. We have yeah, Josh Allen. I agree. We're 13 seconds away from beating Kansas yeah. City. 
KC's like, we have Patrick Mahomes. How did we not score in the end of the first half against Cincy? Yeah. We should be in another Super Bowl. So, yeah, a lot of good young teams with great quarterbacks. Yeah, so I'm saying for all those teams that did lose, they're, yeah. they're like, you know what? We'll, there's no reason why we shan't, can't be right back yeah. in this thing next year. You know, yeah, I mean, without a doubt. Three losses by the Bengals now in the Super Bowl. They've lost by three points, four points, and five points. Wow. The four wow. and five-point losses both to the Niners. And they could have, like we talked about yesterday, Zach, they could have won all three of these games. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, you know, because I was I was talking about that with Jeb when we were watching the game with, with Cincinnati. He was like, "Oh, when was the last time you know we were talking about, you know, Montana?" And I just go, "You know, they almost lost. You know, they almost yeah. won those games." Right. I go, Joe almost they covered lost them those both games. for the from yeah. the betting angle. They covered them both. Yeah, oh, but I mean, like everyone thinks that they were like blowouts. They were not blowouts. You know yeah. what I mean? They, everyone just remembers how amazing that Niner franchise you know yeah, that yeah, dynasty yeah. was you know but they oh. didn't just they didn't just walk over people nope you know what i mean so well even but, even uh, tampa i mean even uh i was gonna say tampa bay but even uh brady throughout all those super bowl seven rings you know yeah, they weren't were, blowing people out none of them were a blowout. they beat the rams by 10 and that's the largest margin of victory by new england in any super or you know in any super bowl yeah so yeah. but the crazy number in that whole thing is in captain america's legacy he beats those giants twice and he beats Philadelphia. Yeah. He's got 10 rings. Yes. <laughs> it's just that's Yogi Berra yeah, insanity, yeah, Yogi. man. Yeah. That's 10 rings. I mean, yeah. it's just like, it's, I don't even know. Like, so when you were asking me uh, yesterday about uh, JD Eli, does he belong in the Hall of Fame? Here's the thing. If he did it against Brady once and and that great play and then the you know the the Tyree catch everybody's that's ah, a fluke. But when he went back and beat him again, Dude, that to me is what solidified Eli should be in the Hall of Fame. And again, that was the Manning, the Manningham. Yep, that what a Remember pass that? that was. One of the greatest passes, right on the money down the side. Manning the Manningham. Manning the Manningham. (laughs) J.D. loved that. that. He still listens to that replay. (laughs) He would just say it. I'd go, J.D., pass the catch. I'd go, what? I'd go, pass the catch. We'd go, Manning the Manningham. Manning the Manningham. Manning the Manningham. What does that have to do with pass the catch? (laughs) That means he's going to give it to you on the money, man. Just the fact that I mentioned pass. Yeah, but if you said, give me the Garrow your premium catch-up pass, that thing's all over you. That's all, Gary Yepremian. <laughs> JD, wow. JD for the money, JD. Who who intercepted that Yepremian attempted pass the year the Dolphins were? One of the greatest field. passes in Dolphin history. Mm. Yes. Uh, who intercepted it? <laughs> Jim number Brown. 41. Four, number 41 for the Redskins, and he ran it back for a touchdown. 41 for the Redskins. And it covered the line. Mm. The line was Red- seven and a half. Chris Hamburger? No. Nah. No, he was 55, know. Chris Hamburger. He was, he was, he was, he was one of JD's favorite players. Yeah, yeah. he loved that. Because he was a hamburger, and, and, right. just, and the hamburger was his favorite guy. Make the <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was Mike Bass. Mike Bass intercepted that, number 41, the ran it back. There like you go. The bass. He that's plays right. the bass. You know that. That's I know. Right. <laughs> DLS Bass. I see Goose. I'm shocked you didn't know that one. I, know. I thought that was your favorite player by your Twitter <laughs> handle, BLS Bass. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I like the bass. I love it. Great stuff. Oh, man. Let's go. Uh, okay, so Beckham going down. You feel for the guy because he's playing a great game, and the Rams truly had things yeah. going their way. Uh, and then Kendall Blanton, the tight end, he goes down too. So this kid, Bryson Hopkins, this kid steps up with four down. receptions for 50 yards out of nowhere. Nobody even big, knew who the hell he time. was. Nope. His parents didn't even know who he was. Is that where that kid is? <laughs> exactly. Well, now his agent knows, and he'll probably uh, yeah, be a, exactly. he'll probably be on another team making yep. some 
severe cash next year yeah, because of go. that. You know, yeah. those four uh, catches. That was huge, man. He's big. He's yeah. a huge yeah. kid, man. Yeah. yeah. No, he did some big, some big plays there. Uh, Rams thirteen ten at the half. Cincinnati, you know, great third quarter, took control. And yeah. then the Rams. But I mean, it, it, it almost yeah, kind of looked like things were just falling apart for the Rams. That, that whole thing. Remember the interception, with the face mask, and then the interception right after it. Right. It was like, it was like three. No, it was just almost kind of like the change of momentum. It was like, uh oh, because uh, you know Jeff was over there when I was watching the game with him. He's a, he was incredible. a Ram. He's a huge Ram guy, so he was just like, oh, this is not good. Like you know, like like what's going on here? Yeah. You know, what I mean, like the the, the no, tide of was, momentum. I thought what it that good. it was just the Bengals were going to run away. I with. was like, oh my god, this is just going to be a slaughter now. Right but when they held him to a field goal instead of giving up a back-to-back touchdown, that kept him alive. That that is huge, and you know, nothing. We all know this. I mean, when you get a turnover, when you get any huge. opportunity like that in football, especially in these big games like that, you you have to capitalize on them, man. You know, instead yeah. of like getting an interception, then you just go three and you out. Get points. Yeah, you got it. You got to get something out of that, whether it's a field goal or a touchdown. You know what I mean? So that that is huge. I mean, and then what was also huge was the fact when they when they missed the field goal. You know, I mean, like that that was really coming oh, back to haunt the point. pretty much. Yeah, because they yeah, were down the by point. four then. So now they I remember know. at the end of the game they totally. had to go in. They couldn't yes. kick a field goal. No, no. Yeah, here's here's the thing too, because yep. this is crazy. There, the prop was out there. Will there be a missed extra point? And so when that – it was major money, plus money, if you said yes, there would be a missed extra point. But oh, yeah. because Johnny – because Johnny Hecker, the who's the punter and the holder, uh, had trouble, but got up and made a pass, and it was intercepted, of course, but because he threw that pass, it was <laughs> not right. called a miss – it was not called a missed extra point. Officially, it was a failed two-point conversion – and so that actually saved people. And for people that had oh, the – Although it wasn't a planned right, yeah, right. point. That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. People you know, also had – The whole People stuff. also had even money. Would there be a two-point conversion attempt? That play became a two-point conversion attempt. It changed. Wow. And there, there was – wait, it gets better. Would there, Would Johnny Hecker throw a pass? Because he's thrown a bunch of passes as the punter for the Rams. Here he throws a pass as the holder. Crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, three props because of that crazy play. That was crazy. Totally, without a doubt. But like, like you said though, that almost came back to haunt him. I mean, I'm just saying, like at the end of the game, if they didn't get that touchdown, that would have all been because they missed that field goal because they were down by four instead of three. Yeah. Because otherwise, they would, you know, would have been fourth and one. They could have kicked a field goal exactly. Right, and that would at twenty, but they were down sixteen twenty. So they, so they had to go for they had to go for a touchdown. So that yeah, could have ruined them, man. Stafford, Stafford yeah. throws for uh, Stafford throws for two hundred and eighty three yards. Uh, his total. Who was actually? Who got the MVP? Cooper Cup. Cooper, Cooper Cup got the MVP. Cooper, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, because he oh, had yeah. some clutch plays. Remember that first that first play of the game that he caught? That was an unbelievable play he made. Here's the other thing: if he makes that throw. To Stafford on the money oh on the God. end. Yeah. Stafford's wide open, but Cup could have actually kept that ball and gained 20 yards. I mean, yeah. but he overthrows Stafford, but that was a yeah. nice little play. Stafford's wide open. Great. No, totally. Yeah, he would have had the first down. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good, good stuff. And and for Joe Burrow, like you said, he's uh he's a young kid. You know, Stafford yeah. getting his uh his just due after all those years in Detroit, finds a way to get it done. Yeah. I give him a lot of credit. 
And for Joe Burrow, I mean, well, what did you what, think? Of, what did you think of Stafford's performance, Goose? Uh, for a while, I, I was like, "Oh my God, this guy's terrible." Or is he? Or is he looking terrible in the he second half? He was looking half? terrible. He, he missed a lot of a lot of throws. Yeah, he was he overthrowing guys. He, he missed a lot guys. of throws, but you know what? He he fought back and he he won. That last drive was that was awesome. It was just him to Cooper, and he he was hitting them. It was perfect, man. Mm. Another another thing, both those guys went down. Both quarterbacks. Tw- uh, you saw Burrow roll yeah. his knee, and, and you saw Stafford roll his ankle. But yeah. neither one of these guys, there were coming out. One of these guys were coming out. There's no way. There's no, no way. They're tough, man. No, you just you know you just stick a little cortisone shot in there, yeah, some yeah. Novocaine, you know. That's right. But, they go in that tent. And rub some beer on it. You'll be That's fine. Right. That's what I used to do back in the day. No, exactly. Back <laughs> in Zach's day, man, he goes in the tent. Yeah. Oh, yeah, nah. oh, he's good. He rub, looks a little beer on anything. He's still well, a little wobbly, but he's he's back in. Look at Wild. He's unbelievable. <laughs> but but the, oh, them man. Bengals better get an offensive line for this kid, man. They better yeah. get some people. I mean, well, he that, got sad. I mean, he got destroyed again. How many? What did he get the last game? Nine? No, nine was against Tennessee. Okay, oh, yeah, you, you can't have that. I, I mean, no. It, no, I'm just saying. I don't He's care whether you have dead. Dan Marino yeah. back there, yeah, or Joe Montana. You can't. Your quarterback can't be getting sacked nine no, times a game, that, and and like you said, he's still winning. That you know, was, I mean, put amazing. it this way: if he would have won that Super Bowl, yeah, today the game we just watched, and it was like you got sacked eight times, or and what do you, you get won? sacked seven or eight? Yeah, yep. And yeah. I, I'm just saying, like, and we still won, and you know, like yeah. the Tennessee game, you got sacked 42 times, and you still won. <laughs> You know, amazing, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a good, forget about amazing you're winning. It's amazing you're still walking. Yeah, no doubt. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but it was great, man. It was an awesome game. Yeah. Yeah, against, against Kansas City, against KC, he did not get sacked. Wow. Nah. Joe Burrow. But go. he got sacked nine times against Tennessee. The Raiders got him three times. Mm-hmm. So pretty pretty impressive, and he gets sacked seven times in this game. But wow, what? Man. you can't have that, man. I, no, you know, no, no. How no, many did uh, Stafford get? Stafford got sacked twice. That's that's good. Yep, and they got him early. Cincinnati had him both in the first quarter yeah. and a half. So the Ram offensive yeah. line clamped down. They couldn't run the ball like you guys said, but no, you know, they they well, protected. That was a play call though, man. It was a terrible call. You can't keep going up the middle. You got to get a little creative with that, man. Jeez. I agree. And at and one play, it, before uh, they got the uh, the penalty, it was third and one, and they ran it. And I'm like, play action, just play action right there. But then they got the fourth and one. Cooper Cup got it the next play or whatever, so it didn't matter. Right. But but I was like, what do you? I mean, Jesus, man, he couldn't get nothing. But I mean, it just it went nothing. it it all I kept thinking about. How we had the discussion about there no there are no premier running backs. They they're like, where's Eric Dickerson? I mean, I you think Eric Dickerson's only gonna is gonna get shut down for two yards every time he gets the ball? Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think so. so. I don't remember that yeah, back in the day when Eric Dickerson was running. But I mean, you know? Akers, how much does he weigh? Like you said, Kenny, one seventy. Yeah, one seventy five, one eighty. I mean, and my thing with Joe Burrow, good. look, I love Joe, but. If you got sacked seven times and you're under the rest, and where's that pressure coming from? Every single time, up the middle, Aaron Donald, these guys are pushing back your guys. Why don't you yeah. roll out from the get-go three or four times? I mean, we never yeah, saw right. it. Just, never, I know. Never saw it. I know. I mean, he rolled out a couple times and it was effective. Yeah, he yeah. rolled out because he, he rolled out after the play. But I'm saying right off the play. Like, have yeah, the design made, roll I out. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Design roll out. 
Yeah, have it designed specifically because yeah. you know what's going on. So, well, you know, just like JD always says, when when we in baseball, when they, you know, when when the when they do the outfield shift, you know, the right. infield shift. Yeah. And no one, no one, and when they do it, when they get a lefty batter up there, everyone goes over to the, the lefty because he's going to pull it. Yeah, they go over. To and the JD always field. goes, "Why don't they just practice in in you know in in the, in the cages?" Just yeah. like slapping it down the third base Come line. On, and then man. what do they do? They all hit it right they down the right first baseline. The, they ground right into the shift. Bunt it. Like, bunt it down the third baseline. No one ever maybe does. You'll get a double if you bunt it hard. You'll get yeah. a double. Yeah, because it would just go down the third baseline. I mean, they're just giving it to you. It, I, it just baffles my mind. Baffling. Hey, hey, no, no it, it is. Every time it's I'm going with your alone, guy, he's just baffled. Yeah, when, you're, when your guy hits it hard. And he hits it into the grass, like five feet yeah. out in the outfield, and then he gets thrown out at first. You're like, what the yeah, hell? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, they they perfectly it. executed. Hit, you know, back in the day. And, and they just say, what a dummy. <laughs> yep. What a big dummy. <laughs> you big dummy. <laughs> that's what Jay, That's what they all say. That's it, man. Well, 23-20, Rams get it done. First Super Bowl in Los Angeles. So their second Super Bowl, they won one with St. Louis. But for the old-time Rams fans, congratulations. For the Bengals fans, I know people say, hey, nothing to hang your head about. But when you're that close, I mean, it's tough, especially, you know, now three Super Bowls. It's going to sting. But, I mean, the way you got to look at it, really, how young they got a premier quarterback, and he's young, man. And and the team is great. And If I'm a Cincinnati Bengal fan, I'm like, we should be – we should be in good hands for the next couple seasons, man. Yeah, yeah. Sure. well, that that's all well and good, but Dan Marino, yeah. who got to the Super Bowl his first year as a pro never and never got that. back, will tell you bullshit. Yeah. You know, you got to yeah. win one of these when you well, get there. We'll, we'll see. And you know, it's such a quick turnaround, and well, especially when Dan sees Trent Dilfer's ring. <laughs> that kind of oh, there you go. That kind of well, that kind has got to sting. Yeah, but uh. <laughs> Oh, brutality. Yeah. Although Trent Dilfer was not was no was no slouch, man. No, he, I don't care what anybody says. No, Trent was yeah. a good he was a he was a game manager. He knew Ray Lewis and the guys were gonna take care of business on defense. Yeah. Yeah. And my goal I mean like he would if he played for the Dolphins, yes, he's he's backing up Dan. Yeah. But oh, what I'm just saying is Trent was he was worthy of being a starting starting yeah. quarterback. He was, you know, he was like smart. how people go, I can't believe he's got a ring and Dan doesn't. It's just like, yeah, but he's not He's not like some horrendous chump. He's nah. he's starting worthy he quarterback. Did the job. Man. Yeah, he, he, was he ain't gonna lose the game. He right. he's not throwing in the triple coverage. No, nah, that's right. Know. That's right. Don't lose the game because that's no, what Ray Lewis, that's, Ray that's Lewis and those guys were telling him. That's it. Don't lose that's all the game. That was. Totally. Yeah, without a doubt. All right. Nope. So Zach, as we look into next year again, congratulations to the Rams taking Super Bowl Fifty Six. Zach, looking real quick. Uh, we know there's some. Uh, things up in the air, especially with Aaron Rodgers. Does he go to Denver? Where Nathaniel Hackett, his offensive coordinator, is now the new head coach there. Uh, Devontae Adams also a free agent. So I think if Rodgers stays wow. in Green Bay, Adams will stay there with Aaron Jones. But uh, if Adams and, uh, and 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 Rodgers go, well, I think Denver, I think with all these guys in in Aaron's position, I think it's kind of same thing as uh, with Peyton's position and Tom Brady's position at their at their age and in, in their career. They're only wherever they're going. That team is on the verge of winning. They're that close to winning. So I mean, it, it just like yeah. Denver because they had Tebow the, the whole time. Elway's going. If we had a, if we had, yeah, and instead of us having to say in hail marys and and 
20 prayers to John Paul II at every game because and then we win by these miracles. We can't have that. We if we had a a, a premier quarterback, an elite top yeah. five quarterback, we're winning. And that's why when they got Peyton, what happened? They won. Yeah, so what I'm just saying is you had that, and then I think when everybody was like, Man, why is Tom Brady going to Tampa Bay? I I would remember we talked about it, Ken, and you were just like, yeah. Zach, that team. Is stacked. It's they got wide win. receivers. They got like all pro wide receivers. They got that team is ready to go. Hey, defense. Yeah, they were ready. Yeah, yeah they, they, everything. No everything is there. Brady, He's the last piece Brady of the puzzle. Was man. Right. But the smart. difference. He the difference the here. The difference here is though that he's at Green Bay, two years in a row. These last two years, they finished. They're the one seed. They are the one. Yeah. That means everybody's got to go through Lambo. And they yeah. screw it up two years in a row. You got the weather advantage. You got home field advantage. You got Devonta Adams. You got the advantage. No, and the team's still choked. good. There's yeah, they, they, but, they had a great season this yeah. year. So uh, yeah, two back-to-back okay. MVPs regular season for Rodgers. But with Green Bay fans, that's wearing thin because what do you have to show for it? One Super Bowl so far, yeah. and uh, and only one NFC Championship victory. And here's the thing: in the game that they won to get to the Super Bowl, that they won. Jay Cutler got hurt in that championship game, and they were losing when Cutler got hurt. So, wow. you know, that's the only one they won, and they went on and won the Super Bowl, beat Pittsburgh. But uh, yeah. that's it for Rodgers. And, and Favre only won one, too, as great as he was. And so Packer fans know, yeah, we won a couple, but we feel we should have won a couple more. And yeah. so pressure's on Rodgers to, uh, you know, but I think I he stays well, in as, as if you If you had to put put some action down on this, is he staying in Green Bay, or do you think he's moving on? You know, they're to both, a team that's ready to win. Well, they're both two to one. There's nothing else close. It's Green Bay is two to one, and Denver is two to one for where will Rodgers play next season? I'm wow. going to say he stays in Green Bay, and that Adams also stays in Green Bay so. with him. That's my personal feeling. But a lot of people do think he's going to go to Denver and join his offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett. They've got a pretty decent defense. Now, remember, they traded Von Miller away. So the defense, you know, they have Chubb and some other good guys, but not as potent as it was. So, yeah. you know, we'll wait and see. Rodgers knows the lay of the land there at Lambeau and the and the Packer yeah. fans. Got to go up in the altitude a little bit, but the weather is pretty much the same in the uh, late fall and, and the winter over there between Lambeau and uh, and Denver. So I think he What's stays. Your, what are you thinking, Goose? I think he stays. I think he'll stay there. I mean, because I, I mean, he's getting near the. Well, how many more seasons do you think Aaron has left to play? Three? No, I'd say I'd say maybe more than that. How old is he? What do you think, guy? Yeah, he's getting up there, man. He's pushing forty, man. I mean, he's like thirty-eight right now. Yeah, he's thirty-eight right now, I believe. So Rogers getting up there. He's played a lot. Yeah, I mean, no, he's he's played, he's he hasn't played, been he's, injured. I know he's saying he's now he's getting smashed around every every no. weekend. I know he's there. no, but he did have the turf toe, and the turf toe hurt him a little bit. But then he didn't run in the game against San Francisco either after he said his toe was 100%. And he could have run a couple times. You know, and we're used to, you know, when Rodgers or guys like Roethlisberger, when they were the most effective, they always had like one or two 12, 13-yard runs at key yeah. times when guys were covered. And we didn't see that yeah. from Rodgers in the game against San Francisco. And that could have uh, led to their demise. They let San Fran hang around. They got the block field goal. Then they get the block punt. And then once they tied it up, you felt like the Niners – they were good enough. Uh, Zach, real quick, you think Jimmy G goes to Tampa or somewhere else, or does he stay one more year in San Fran? Um, because hmm. they want Trey Lance in there because they spent a lot of draft picks for him, but I don't know if he's ready. You know, JD, what do you think? I think he's going to stay. I think he'll stay one more year. 
But yeah, go. yeah, yeah, I'll go with the goose on that All one. Right, go, but when in doubt, go with the goose, man. Yeah, go That's with the right. goose. Go with the goose. But now there's one more guy out there, Ken. Russell Wilson. Now I think I think Russell Tampa, stays man. in Seattle one more year. I think he might go to Tampa. That's yeah, I mean Tampa a needs guy. a quarterback yeah. now, right? So, what about Gronk? Yeah, I think Gronk and Brady are kind of a package deal, kind of like uh, yeah. Rodgers yeah, and Adams. But what know? happens if Gronk goes to the Giants and Phil Simms comes out of retirement? Yeah. So they do the whole tight end <laughs> type thing. You know? seeing him out there. And maybe Bavaro. So you have Bavaro and Gronk and Simms comes back, and why not? Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> be a lot of people happy that Simms is out of the booth. Put him back on the field. <laughs> Let him get demolished. Oh my God! Get demolished. <laughs> Suit up, he goes. To the- <laughs> oh man! Oh, the comedy, bro. So good. Oh, great. Zach. As we wrap this up, I'm going to just uh, from both you guys early prediction. I know it's a long shot, but we'll be able to have Brian go back and grab this footage when we do the uh, deal next year for Super Bowl Fifty Seven. Zach, give me a Super Bowl 57 prediction. I know there's a lot of unknowns right now, but yeah. give me a prediction as far as I, you I think, think it, I think you're going to have the, the the usual suspects Again. that we're just talking about right now. Yeah, I think it's either going to be Kansas City. Uh, I think Cincinnati's going to be in the playoffs again. I think I think pretty much all these teams we just saw yeah. in the playoffs between Green Bay, Tennessee, can't this this complete. Group of teams that was in the playoffs this year. I think is what we're going to see all all of them back next year in the playoffs. But I mean, as far as the Super Bowl goes, let's see. I, you know what? Um, I mean, it, are the Rams going to keep that whole team together, or is there, is there a bunch of people leaving? Well, well I mean, the Rams should be back in the right? thick of yeah. things, right? Or do they have people leaving? No, most of most time. most of their key positions are going to be back. I think Buffalo is going to be there. I think I say that every year, but I, I think Josh Allen's really matured. I think he's the best quarterback in the AFC. Uh, and the I way they know. lost to Kansas City was tough. I know Burrow and Mahomes are good, but I think Josh Allen and Buffalo somehow will get there next year from the AFC. NFC is a toss up. And Dallas, the way that they lost to San Francisco, as good as they were, you know Prescott and the guys. I think Dallas is going to. Uh, tweak that team a little bit. I'm going to go with Buffalo and Dallas next year, a little rematch from that Super Bowl from 30 years ago or whatever. Mm. And I'm going to pick the Bills to beat the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. JD? Man, that's a tough one because, like you said, the NFC is so up in the air. Who's going to go to Tampa? You know? I don't know. I think the well, Bills are going to – I agree with you on the Bills. I think they're going to make it. Gonna go well, I mean, I, I think I think the, the usual suspects of what we just saw this year yeah. are going to be back. But I I – if I got to put twenty bucks down on this right now, yeah, my prediction is AFC Jets, NFC Lions, Lions Jets Super Bowl with a Jets victory. So Namath as quarterback as well. There goes well, that just, for just, him. Actually, just he's actually going to be there just as offensive coordinator and just as you know, just because in the fur coat. Just like he was in the commercial. Did you see him in the, uh, he looked yes, great. I saw him in the commercial and he was awesome. He was. A, I love him. But that's my prediction. Jets, Lions, Super Bowl, Jets, victory. Dave Moscato will be very happy about this. (laughs) JD. I predict Joe Namath will kiss Susie Colbert. There you go. (laughs) I didn't want to kiss. (laughs) 
Oh, good stuff. Good awesome. stuff, man. Well, guys, All right, fellas. Hey, th- thanks for letting me be part of it. I know there's uh, there's other big sports things coming around, and anytime uh, that I can stop in, man, it's it's always fun with you guys. That's a black label thumb wrestling coming up. That tournament is like, hey, brutal. You guys, yeah, but I, I'm in that. I'm in that, that tournament. One. Yeah, I'm in that tournament. I won't be able to. Uh, I won't be able to broadcast. <laughs> Don't sprain the thumb. Don't sprain the thumb. No, Wear great, some great, cooking great up. Stuff. Some oven mitts with them things. Protect the hands. Hey, hey, Diddy wears up. hockey gloves. The, 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 the goalie gloves. Yeah. With goose wears to protect the digits. Great stuff, man. Hey, hats off to Brian for editing this stuff and, and, and making Zach look as good as he could. I mean, it's hey, look, it's. It's tough, man. Somebody's got to do it. <laughs> but by the way, it's not as good as the videos that you guys put out every day. Uh, just, just some classics, man. Zach, I love them, man. You got that wax personality. Yeah, that's great stuff. But uh, we'll come back. Uh, I know Barb wants to uh, see if we can't do some stuff in the basketball and the baseball and football and all that good yeah, stuff. Yeah, let's do it all. Here. So all let's do it, time. man. Like you I guys said. continue. No, number thirteen, episode thirteen. Bad for, uh, wild goose in the, <laughs> in the books. Long dogs. Yes, long darts. We're big on that one. There you go. For John DeServio, JD, for the main for the for the greatest guitar player of all times, Mr. Z. Did you hear that, Goose? Did you hear that? That's right. (laughs) ZA Double K, baby. I'm Ken Thompson, Sports X Radio. You've been watching Wild Goose. Doesn't get much better than this, folks. Which means your day sucks. Talk to you soon. (laughs) See you fellas later.